Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Good evening. I'm feeling uh, quite at home here now and uh, very happy that it's not raining. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I have really enjoyed um, my fellowship with you all this week and uh, and. Uh, definitely Northern Ireland has made a beautiful impression on me, so thank you. Um, thank you, Ruth. Ruth has really set an amazing scene and um, of the tragedy of uh, modern-day slavery. And, um, and I'm going to um, follow on a little of that um, on what we're doing in Cambodia. So um, I've been living um, in Cambodia, which is my heartland, the UK is my homeland, but Cambodia is my heartland for the last 18 and a half years um, with my family. Um, my, uh, my daughter especially considers herself Cambodian. She says that she's like an egg and she's yellow on the inside and white on the outside. Um, and, uh, and so as soon as she was able to graduate, she went straight back to Cambodia. So it's been a privilege um, over all of these years um, to serve the Lord uh, in Cambodia. So uh, Chabdai, um, in the Cambodian language, you'll see from the, from the logo there, means joining hands. And the very reason that we have this logo is that, uh, that this, is, this is hard. Working in this area is hard. There's no doubt about it. And, um, and we need one another. We need to join hands with one another. And, um, and also we need to join hands as the body of Christ. So this is the imagery of, of us joining hands. So for those who don't know, Cambodia is in Southeast Asia. It's nestled between um, Vietnam and Thailand. Um, it's uh, infamous for its history. Um, the Khmer Rouge genocide um, was between the years of, uh, thank you guys, 1975 and 1979, where around 20% of the population died, around 2 million people. So it's, it's a nation um, coming to terms with its past. It's beginning to see justice happen for the genocide, but it has left many, many scars on the land. And uh, one of those scars is human trafficking. It's, uh, it's in many different forms. Ruth has spoken about a few forms. It's sexual exploitation. It's um, labor exploitation. Children working in fishing and brick kilns. Um, domestic workers working for many, many hours without being paid. Fishermen being drugged so that they can work 20 hours a day. And, and if they then get sick, they literally just push them overboard because they don't want the liability of them. Um, but I think the best way to show you what human trafficking is Cambodia is I'm just going to show you literally a two-minute clip of a story of hope. Chạy 
ពេលគាត់នៅរស់គាត់រកស៊ីក្រងស្បើប្រាក់ទបោកផ្ទះគាត់រកជាម Hai bọn nó bọc nhóm mong mẹ dụ trâm tại bốn chân năm Kế đại dương không mình tục môi đại dương mình ai rất trình bàn Kế bọn không ai bọc nhóm mơ rương à phía Đàm bày ai bọc nhóm riêng thừa tam Kế bọn không ai bọc nhóm mơ nẹp xe Kế chỉ mùi kia Tam bà hò ngôi Không nên chàng Bà nhóm bạc đi xe Kế nâng dạc xe phương mà chọc bọc nhóm Nhóm nơi dô sắp khơi Và hô đo lỡ nâng Mình Mình đã chơi lòng đọc nhóm Ở trên bếp tẹp bòn Hai lỡ nhóm nơi nông ông ca Kinh sĩ tiên môi Nhóm mình đã bụng mặt đáy dừng chân Hay nâng bàn tự tua ca lên dầu đài Nông ca nông kếp ra lọc cả ai nhóm Bàn chụp chỉ mùi nhập chỉ bà bà lợi chật Làm tên sẽ rơi dây tiết Để thật lọc cho lòng cắt rương được nhóm đài Nhưng ạ thị tha chỉ mùi kia Chuyên ca dung chỉ mùi kia Mình chân bìa rõm chư chập Ở rõm bạ tực chật Nâng ở rõm sau đây chẳng bố vầy để bán cạn lạc chứa mùi khí nha Tiếng ổ này chụp chế ba chất khí nhóm Ở khí nhóm miên dòng khâm So that was her life and and it finished with hope They don't always finish in hope But just like Ruth was saying There is, there has to be hope And the only way that we can show them hope is through the love of God and, um, and so, um, as a response to this, uh, um, we set up an organization called Chabdai. And, um, and Chabdai was, the whole vision behind it is to bring people together, to work together. And so, right now, we have 50 Christian organizations, IJM, Cambodia being one of them, um, working together to address this. Because... No one organization, no one entity, however many resources they have, are able to address this on their own. It's a highly complex issue, and, um, and we need to also have a very multifaceted response to it. And, um, and so there's four main areas um, that we work in in Chabdai. The first one is collaboration. And, um, and I'm, I'm going to show you a one-minute clip of our, what a typical member meeting looks like. Um, I would love to bring them all here. But to show you the dynamic um, impact of having all of these Christian organizations and individuals coming together, learning together, networking together, sharing knowledge, encouraging and supporting each other. So, uh, just another one-minute clip here.
it always makes me smile when I see everybody together because, um, because I know that um, by, by all of us working together, we have seen a change in Cambodia. Uh, the Cambodian government has acknowledged that the Christian organizations truly have been the ones to lead the way forward in addressing trafficking and exploitation in Cambodia. Uh, truly, Christian organizations have been the ones who have been the witnesses to the police, to uh, many other government officials and, and large UN agencies and others, that we can work together and that we can uh, bring change. Um, I'm going to really quickly flip through these because I know that we're running out of time. Um, we, we also know that it's critical to uh, work on prevention. And, um, and at the end of this, I'm going to show you a one-minute clip of this, but I'm, I'm just going to say to you that communities are the ones who can bring change. Churches are the ones who can bring change. Communities and churches and um, other members of the general public working together can develop a whole movement where we see that this will no longer happen. And, uh, and in Cambodia, we have uh, groups of church and other religious leaders and school teachers and commune and village leaders, and they are the ones coming together and being the protective mechanisms for the children and those who are at risk in their communities. They are the ones now speaking out against this in a country where communities betrayed one another, where families betrayed one another. Now they are changing and protecting one another. And, uh, and I think that this, we see um, God's, God's hand moving in this country. Oh, justice. Oh, hold on. Um, justice, um, obviously Ruth has talked about justice, but we need to see justice happen. And it's critical for um, the entire society to know that justice can take place. Advocacy, we have policemen who do free radio shows for us and phone-ins using our prevention curriculums. And they are the ones um, giving of their spare time to help communities understand what uh, needs to um, uh, happen in terms of advocacy in Cambodia, speaking out for those who have no voice. And research. We spend many, many times doing research. We're in the middle of a 10-year research with 128 survivors of sex trafficking because we need to know what the issues are and how we can better respond. Um, and so, just as I finish, this is, our, this is our team on the ground in Cambodia. There's 52 of us, uh, about three expatriates, and, um, and they are the change that is coming to Cambodia. So I'm just going to finish um, with saying it takes a global network to counter a global network. And uh, just take a look at this community shot before, uh, before I finish. It's interesting to see that at the beginning, we, we had only really planned to have the coalition. But in 2006, um, as Yang and I were working together, Yang started to identify a gap out in the rural communities, especially among 
pastors and village leaders where they didn't understand and they didn't know what trafficking was. As he began to explain, they were really shocked that they had um, allowed their children and the people that they knew in their communities to go into vulnerable positions and vulnerable situations because they didn't know how to protect them. So that was the very beginning of the prevention programs. There were very few organizations working on prevention back then in 2006. So we brought together the first uh, group of pastors and village leaders to really test whether this was a need in Cambodia. And, uh, and nine and a half years later, we've now got three prevention programs working in the rural areas and the urban areas. We've been delighted to see a grassroots movement of who we call the community heroes, of gatekeepers in the community, village and commune leaders, school teachers, Christian pastors, uh, Buddhist monks, Muslim imams, all coming together as a, as a real protective network um, in the communities. And they're the ones who are working voluntarily. They are not only educating and training people in the communities, but they become the eyes and ears on the ground. And 40% of all the referrals from our cases come from those community heroes. So they are the protective networks now. Thank you very much. We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.